Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on the Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today. It's our big fat party animal, the Duchess of the Dorks, and... Number 12 in your programs, oh, number God, one in your stop. heart. Stop. Make it stop. It's Ashley Pickle. That picture was so bad. Was great. For those Calling who didn't Calling out know, Trish. <laughs> I tweeted it. I retweeted it. It was, um, it was Trish, uh, Trisha Pickle, your mother, who tweeted a photo because we, um, uh, it was uh, Will. Will, our social media mm-hmm. guy, posted a thing and it was like, hey, when you think of the number 12, when you think of it, a lot of people saying Roger Staubach, mm-hmm. a lot of people saying Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Uh, you know, 12, a lot of really good players have worn the number 12. And Trish slides in <laughs> and is like, actually. Like, like the goat that she is. Actually, what if we were to tell you about the finest Lano yellow jacket <laughs> oh, God. of all time. That's right. By the way, there were, you posted another photo mm-hmm. of, uh, did you see this one, Step? By the way, Matt Step's over in the power zone. Hello. Matt Step is Welcome, here. Welcome, Step. Uh, he's in the, he's in the, uh, the, the power zone. Which yes, is, by powers the way, gave me permission to sit in the power zone. <laughs> this is the power zone. If you would like to sponsor the power zone, uh, yes. get in touch with me. Um, it could be the, you know. We'll send you an invoice. We will. <laughs> so that's we, how we do um, But uh, you posted a photo pickle of mm-hmm. you, like, in, it was more of, like, a full uniform shot. Mm-hmm. How big was that uniform? Dude, You're swimming in it. Yeah, yeah, that, it was, it was, so that was, that was my freshman year. That, I got moved up to JV halfway through district of my Humble freshman brag. year. Humble brag. Yeah, that was a flex. Um, but that was when I was still playing on the freshman team, and those uniforms were definitely older than I was. But I could literally take, like, the, the tie and the waistband and put it around my neck. That's how big it was. Like, they, it, like, flowered yeah. around my waist. They were Man. trying to run in that thing. I was going to say. Did not work. So I was back. Were those the boys' uniforms? or? or? Uh, shoot, I don't know. They probably were thing, at some point. You were point. swimming in that thing. It was math. Well, and they were like, this is the smallest one we have. And I was like, well, I'm going to need a smaller size. Because well, the other thing that's that's interesting, because I remember, you know, we'll talk um, public school um, uniform situations, at least back, back yonder. Uh, but they, 
if you remember, they would have different, like your size would ultimately determine like your, your number. number. Yes. It was like, if you were a, if you were a big dude, you're probably wearing a number in the, in the twenties or the thirties on the basketball court. But if you were like a small guy, okay, like one, two, three. And that was part of the issue because yeah, when you're talking about girl sizes too, like in uniforms, 12 mm -hmm. is kind of pushing up towards the bigger size. Yeah. Um, and I just cut my losses there, so, but yeah. So this was your freshman year. That was this, my, that was, yeah. This is when you were a mere gherkin. Yeah. Like 2011, I mm -hmm. think. God, she was a freshman in 2011. <laughs> Jeez, makes me feel so old. I was a freshman in 2000. Yeah, I was a freshman in 95. Today, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. Today is Friday, June 12th, 2020. 167 days till Thanksgiving, episode 976. 976 is the Drew Smiley episode. Um, on today's show, Steps here. Steps back from his wild, wild west adventure. Uh, we're going to talk right. a lot about high school football. And, by the way, back half of the show, I want to I wanna tell you. Q&A, if you got questions for Step, you got questions for me, we'll do a, a kind of an impromptu mailbag. Uh, if you got questions about high school football for Step, college football for me and Pickle. Uh, no, don't ask me questions. Recruiting for somebody that's not here. I could try my best. Uh, lifestyle for all of us. Romance for Pickle. Um, no. Ask those questions on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Um, go ask us questions. We will ask. Uh, we'll do some rapid fire here at the end of the, uh, the, the show. Uh, so check it out. Um, is today the day for, for boss man? Is it today? No, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow. The 13th. Okay. Well, we won't be able to tell him this, but, uh, today's a big day around here or tomorrow's a big day around here. Tomorrow is the birthday of our boss, uh, Adam, Adam, I believe turns a number that ends with a zero. Oh, so it's a big one. Uh -oh. Yep. It's uh -oh. a big one. It's yep. Yes. I won't say what the first digit is, but it does end in a zero. So, uh, we would be remiss and probably be cut off the air and fired if we didn't say it. Happy birthday to Adam tomorrow. Yes. So there yes. you go. Happy yes. birthday, Happy birthday, birthday. Yes. Happy. And he's not here. Is he on lunch or is he? I'm sure he's taking like a six hour lunch. I'm I he's would. Going, probably. He's going to do like the surf and turf thing. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, have you, have you ever, like the, the big, I just can't do big lunch, man. Like. Uh, if I no, uh, I can do big lunch. <laughs> <laughs> like well, okay, well, let me let me rephrase. That's let the quote rephrase. of the day right there. I can, I do, can do big, big lunch. Big lunch. Yeah. But here's my thing. Okay, yeah. here's the thing for me. If you if I have to come back to work, big lunch is difficult after to come back for the. If, if you're taking the day oh, off, you get you get the itis. Yes, you get the itis. Yeah. and then big lunch on a Friday. Mm. Oh, then you're, mm. you're, you're toast. toast. It's toast. Like, toast. I'm already, yeah, I think we're all all already pretty unproductive after about 2 o'clock on Friday. Mm -hmm. During the off season. Yeah. If you add in, if yeah. you had in big lunch, it's like, yeah, it's done so. Absolutely done so. What are the odds Adam's at Poncho's raising the flag right Raise now? Raise the flag. Oh, he would, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be all about that it, That would though. be on brand. <laughs> that man can, however, however, that man can drink more Dr. Pepper than anyone I've ever met in my life. That is, he's, a, he's that. a trap door. Yes. He's a trap <laughs> door. Have that. you never seen this? Yeah. Have you? Wait till coaching school. Yeah. Have, you, have yeah. you ever, um, have you ever drank alcoholic beverages with, with our boss? Yes. You have? Yeah, have last you ever, Friday. Have you ever noticed what he does? Mm -hmm. It is like, it is just like, gunk in. Like it's just yeah. it's amazing. It's a it's yeah. a trap door. It's, it's a pretty good party trick. It's a good party trick. Really impressive. Yeah. Anyway, happy, happy birthday, Adam. Happy birthday, Adam. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> please please keep the paychecks coming. <laughs> just besmirch him yes. all over. All right, steps here. 
step, you're back from your Wild West adventure. You're Damn. over there. In the, you've, you've, got, you've landed from Alpine to the Power Zone. Uh, that's that was the round trip. Um, the power zone is great, but Alpine's better. We've got a new yeah, we've got a new episode of Tep and Step up for insiders at TexasFootball.com. Oh, is that up in your podcast feed? Yeah, I need, I need to I need to nice. tweet it and stuff. But nice. there is a new episode of Tep and Step up um, for insiders. And so I want to ask you, and we talk a lot about this in the podcast. So I hope people go subscribe yes, and listen. Please to listen. It. But. Um, you were you were going out there and you had this plan you you kind of devised to me as soon as june the june 8th date was was i was on it you were on it you're like i'm gonna do a big road trip and go to a bunch of uh practices uh so what'd you see what you because because you're a guy you've been to a lot of summer workouts in your career um i'm interested in what you notice what what what, you know whenever you're walking around these these practices uh definitely a hyper focus from the coaches on trying to follow the rules, maintain the distancing. Um, I saw a lot of, I think coaches that I saw got creative with their stations. You know, typically during the summer strength and conditioning, there, there, there aren't a ton of stations. There's usually, you know, you're on one side of the field doing one thing. Maybe you're running some sprints and they, they had it broken off, you know, into five or six stations. Plus, you know, people, you know, you had one group running bleachers, you'd have one group on the track doing sprints. You'd have different stations on the field doing agility drills, um, you had some folks taking the weights out of the weight room and putting some weights outside um, in order to maximize space inside and be able to get more more work done. So uh, I think it was more it, it was more of like a circuit training thing than than you would normally see. You would see a little bit of it at summer workouts, but this was on a much larger scale, uh, which was necess- uh, you know necess- it was needed basically because of the uh, guidelines and protocols that are in place right now. Um- did you, you know, because, and that's not a surprise, I think, for people who follow coaches on social media and who, you know, have, have maybe seen interviews that we've done here or elsewhere with coaches, but um, the coaches, coaches can say something, but that doesn't mean that the players are going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, it takes everybody pulling the rope in the same direction. In your experience in watching, uh, are you getting the feeling that the, that the players are taking these practices seriously and taking these, these protocols seriously as well? Yeah, I think while they're on campus, they are. <laughs> I mean, they're kids, yep. and like I, I, like I said on Tep and Step, you know, as soon as they're done, seven of them pile on the back of a truck and they go off and go swimming. Yeah, it's just what kids do, <laughs> um, and you know, and like you, you constantly see coaches yelling about you know, staying, play, being distant, and, and when you're going through your station and you're waiting, you know, because kids, you know, they they hadn't seen each other for a while, they haven't seen each other much, so they're they're playing grab ass for lack of a better term in, in the line. You know, this is what high school kids do, you know? And then, you know, you have the added um, added dynamic of girls being around because there's strength and conditioning oh, going man, on for I girls. Think about that. Mm-hmm. And so then as soon as the girl, you know, the girls may be on one field and the guys are on another field. Sometimes they're, they're in on the same, like in, in Alpine, they were on the same field. The girls had one half, the boys had the other half. But like in one school, you know, the girls were on the junior high field. And they're getting done, and the boys are getting done in the parking lot, and you turn around, and there's, like, a group of, like, 30 kids, half guys, half girls, just socializing because that's what high school kids do. And, yeah. you know, the co- coach looks at me, and he's like, what, what what can I do? You know, he's like, I, yeah. they're done. Yeah, you you're know? not in control. He yelled at them, but, they, you know, oh, they right. cannot there's have to listen to so him. Much. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, mean, I think the kids are cognizant of it, but also I think they're kids, and, well, and they're, what's int- what's, they think they're invincible. Well, yeah, and, that, and that's true. And what's interesting is – 
you know, because so you were out in Alpine, right? So you're out in Brewster County. Yes. Shout out Brewster County. Yes. Um, you're out in Brewster County, and the numbers in Brewster County are extremely low. Zero. Is they, it still they zero? Have, they had one case a yeah. while back. That person recovered. So, yeah. so at last no, check, they had zero cases. They have no active cases. Yeah. Right. So I went out to. I actually ate at a restaurant. How about that? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it that was, is it was lovely. But that to me is, and and that again, it speaks to what I think is going to be a really interesting challenge for the UIL and for all of Texas high school football, is that, you know, people have talked about how in, in, in the United States, like coronavirus is not a nat right now. It's not a national, um, uh, how do I want first? It's not a national event. It's fifty statewide events right it's 50 it's it's 50 individual state events is what's going on because everybody's kind yeah. of doing their and own then in, thing in texas because of the our geography and our size there's even more little pockets there's hot spots and then there's not hot spots you're exactly so. right and that's that's kind of what i was drawn to is yeah. that like because texas is so big and so vast mm -hmm. that what's happening in el paso and from what i understand the last i heard el paso is not doing great right now you know el paso i know i know um DFW is really not doing well. Houston's not doing well. A lot of the major metro areas. There was a, a moment a few weeks back where I know Amarillo was really struggling. I think they've gotten better. I think yeah, things have gotten better up, up there. But yeah. Um, but that's what's going to be interesting yeah. is because the UIL has to guide all of these regions. Yeah. They're over all of them. So you can't put a specific mandate right. to cover it's all not, of It's not this. a one-size-fits-all type exactly. thing. That's why I, we've said it on Tap and Step. I think there's going to be a lot of local decisions made mm -hmm. where, you know, Alpine this year, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't have 100% attendance at high school games. Yeah. I don't see any reason why. Yeah. But Dallas ISD may limit it. Yeah. So I think, I think it's going to be a lot of local decisions made. Yeah, and, and, and you saw, by the way, you saw one of the, the first local decisions made um, was what happened in um, – in in West Orange, in Orange, uh, this week, it's a player tested positive for for coronavirus, and, and they just say, you know what, we're going to shut down mm -hmm. workouts for two weeks. Now, I think it's worth mentioning that's not a UIL requirement. No, they didn't have to shut down for they, two weeks. I think the only what the UIL um, like guideline said is that then that group. Yes. So if he was in a group of fifteen. Let's assume it's a he. Um, if he, if the player is in a group of fifteen, then then those fifteen players need to go self quarantine for two mm -hmm. weeks. Correct. Instead, sounds like Cornell Thompson um, and and West Orange Shark kind of decided, okay, you know what, we're not going to take any chances. We're going to do this. And I, you know, to me, and I'm you know Johnny Nervous over here. I, I think you know I think that's the prudent move. I think that it's it, it sets the precedent for people that says, all right, we need to be taking this seriously, especially now in the summer, right? Right. Like it, these these workouts are good. And I know coaches want to have them, but at the same time, they are not necessary. They are not like it's not. The, there's not a game Friday night. There's not a game next week. So if you if you miss two weeks of practice or these workouts, yeah, it stinks. You'd prefer to have them, mm -hmm. but it's not a deal breaker. No, no, it's it's you know better safe than sorry right now. Right. I was talking to one coach uh, on my travels, and you know there 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 is a prison in town that's a major employer. Hmm. And so, you know, there's a challenge there where, where the parents of those kids, hmm. many of them work in the prison. Mm -hmm. And so there there was an outbreak. And so even though the kids aren't sick and are, are fine, they, they're being held out of the workouts um, because because of the, the fact their parents work at the prison. So mm -hmm. then the, the, here's the type of things that you don't think a head football coach has to deal with. The head coach gets a call from the warden who's upset because – the parents feel like their their kids are being singled out, and the parents feel like they're being singled out because of their job, and so the head coach has got to kind of deal with that. 
and 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 so the head coach, we actually talked about it, and I was my suggestion was, why don't you just create a quote unquote prison workout, <laughs> where <laughs> you know you have you have workouts at, at, at for the for the guys at, at one time. I think it's the girls go at like eight a.m. and the mm-hmm. guys go at seven p.m. I was like, why don't you create a workout because he has girls and guys that he's having to, he had to hold out of workouts. Why don't you create a third workout like at ten a.m. For the kids whose parents work at the prison, yeah, and then once those you know once you go through a week or two, let them back into the normal workout. But he had you know the political type of things you have to deal with, yeah, mm-hmm. as a head coach. I mean, he the head football coach is talking to the warden of the prison because the warden of the prison is upset that the kids of the parents who work for him can't work out. And and there's a chance, right? that, and there's a chance that the warden of the prison is like quite literally the largest employer of people in that town, right? Or yeah. at least a mm-hmm. lot one of them, aside from the school district probably so. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So it's uh it's 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 strange times. Um strange times and I think it you know it's I, it's hard to come on here on this show every day and say we don't know. Yeah. yeah, that's not compelling. That's literally that's what we do. Compelling internet <laughs> broadcasting, but it's the truth. Like, there's just so much we don't know yet, and and how things are going to look in the fall. Uh, but we're starting to get a, a look at, at what they are going to, to to look like. Before we go to the next, there's a very very important comment um, in the comments right now, and uh, Hank says hi, Daddy, with a wave. If you're wondering, yeah, on Facebook. Well, Jen relayed the message for you, Jen. Tep wife. Oh, my wife. Yeah, Got yeah. And my wife. Okay, sorry. Anyway, Hank says hi. Uh, hi. Hi, buddy. Go take a nap. Um, all right, we're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. All right, we've got Matt Stepp in studio. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. If you like what Matt <laughs> Stepp does, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. If you want to... Show Matt Stepp how much you appreciate his work. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. If you want to see Matt Stepp in a Hawaiian shirt like this one. Yes. That's, that's, this want, is how you do that. Mm-hmm. If you want more Matt Stepp Hawaiian shirts, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You also get magazines and online stuff, but more importantly, Matt Stepp Hawaiian shirts. May- TexasFootball.com I mean, maybe even subscribe. if you subscribe, maybe Tepper will finally buy a Ooh. Hawaiian shirt. Could we get a DCTF that's, branded Hawaiian shirt? Yes. Please, yes, that and a Christmas sweater. I'm making it happen. <laughs> also, if, if, I'm like Chandra's favorite, and if, she orders everything. If so. five people subscribe and tweet pickle at Ashley underscore, or pickle me or step receipts that you subscribed, five people okay. today on June 12th. Yes. Oh, well, we'll even stretch it to, to, no, yeah, no, June 12th, today. Yeah. If five today. people subscribe, I will wear a Dave Campbell's Hawaiian shirt. Okay. Now, buy, go buy subscriptions now. for your friends. Please. Texas, Texas football. Yeah. Father's Day is coming up. Get your dad a subscription yeah. so we can get Greg Tepper in a Hawaiian shirt. Let's go. Do do this for me. All right. Let's yeah, talk about pickle. more. Let's talk about more <laughs> important things. Let's talk about more important things. Most notably, Matt Step, you went to Big Bend. I did. You went to Big Bend. Uh, and this was this was your this was your first time in. You'd been to the Big Bend region, yes, but you had never been to Big Bend National, National Park, Park, Big Correct. Bend State Park, Ranch State Park, et cetera, et cetera. Um, was I wrong? No, you you <laughs> you and Max are the resident Big Bend stands. Uh, R.I.P. Poochie. Um, yeah, he. You guys are, are the stands of Big Bend, and. I knew it was beautiful just looking at the pictures, and I'd been to Alpine before, but actually getting into the National Park was – it's a treasure of our state, and if you haven't been, you're missing out. 
It is. It's it's unbelievable. I, yeah. I, I keep telling people, like, it's just hard to describe when you get out there that, like... The beauty is incredible. It is. Like, it, yeah. like you... You don't, not just you, not only do you not feel like you're in the state of Texas, there are times you feel like you're like on a different planet. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you're, you're so, I mean, when I drove, I was on, so when I left Alpine that morning to go down to the national, which by the way, from Alp, I stayed in Alpine, from Alpine to the entrance of the park is 108 miles. And there is, there ain't nothing on that drive. And I, cell phone service and, dropped real quick. My wife thought I was dead. And by the way, yeah, and by the way. When, we, when he says there ain't nothing, he doesn't mean like, oh, you're going through – like it's not like when you're driving on like 20 where, you know, out in West Texas, maybe like bet- like bet- uh, past Odessa where it's like, oh, you're – you know, every 20 miles there's a small town. There's a small yeah, town. There's, there's, an least, exit there's like Monahans and Pecos. Yeah, exactly. And Van Horn. <laughs> right. He's not talking about that. He means literally nothing yes. like no stores no gas stations uh-uh. no exits no houses no nothing no. you better have gas in your tank yes, yes. <laughs> you better have a full tank you better have some bottles of water uh if you get there is in Terlingua, there, you know there's a gas station but it's from from alpine from so it's i think i was on state or fm 118 mm-hmm. from alpine to, to national park there's a hundred hundred plus miles of no gas station, nothing. You don't get a gas station from when you leave Alpine. You don't get to another gas station until you get to Terlingua. We would always because we stay. There's a um, a rental house that we usually whenever we go out there that we um, do on like VRBO or whatever. And so of course, and, and it's probably twenty miles north of Terlingua, and so. We, and then it's probably you know twenty miles north of Terlingua on on one eighteen, and then it's probably five miles off that road. Um, and so, but every time we would pass that gas station, I do not care how much gas I have, like I'm filling up. up. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. You have to because you never know. Like no. you, you yeah. never know. And 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 you know between like the gas stations in that part of the world, there's one in Terlingua. There's there's one in there's a couple in Alpine and there's Presidio yeah. like those are your options. Oh, there's the, there's one in Lajitas now. Oh, there's one in Lajitas. Okay, but, it, but there's a big sign in front of it that says last gas station sixty miles. Yeah, exactly. In Lajitas. So, um, and then to to give you an idea of the vastness of of Big Bend National Park itself, I only I only had time to do one day. So where I, I wanted to go to Santa Elena Canyon. So from the entrance of the park to the canyon to where you park to go into the canyon. It's a 45-minute drive yeah. just to get to the canyon from, wow. the, from the entrance to the park. And then from there, you got to hike a, a mile into the, into the canyon to get to yeah. like, the really good stuff. So it's, and that, that's just a small piece of Big Bend National well, Park. And that's, that's, that's the thing. Is you, spent, you need like three days. Oh, yeah. You spent half a day there, basically? In, 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 basically, I spent know, yeah, about six hours Half there. a day. You yeah. probably saw 5% of the park? Yeah. I, I, the, whole, the whole point was to go to the canyon. Yeah. And, uh, but I know, I know if I would have booked the trip a little more in advance, there's some, there's some tours you can take. Mm-hmm. I think Far Flung Tours mm-hmm. is one that yeah. does really good. That's who good, we did. Really good tours. Um, That's where we did, the, uh, we did a, a full day um, canoeing the Rio Grande in Santa Elena Canyon. And it's just like it's the best experience I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Like, and, it's just unbelievable. You know, if you're into the more uh, luxury scene, you know, uh, you can do like the Lajitas Golf Resort and uh, – I have, uh, Lajitas, go ahead and send us that. We'll, we'll send you yeah. an invoice. Lajitas, that'd be great. Uh, I have heard, and I'm not a huge golfer, particularly because I'm bad at it, yeah. but I'm not against it. That's what it. the Allen Booster Club told me. Yeah, I'm extremely <laughs> The whole it. staff is terrible at well, golf. Well, we were last place, yeah. uh, but got the same prizes first. Um, Bam. But we, um, but what I was, was going to say is I've heard that the golfing out there is just like, 
Incredible. It's like you're golfing on Mars. You yeah, know what I yeah. Mean? And then it's also got like a lot of other resorty type things that you can do. Like you take take the wife, and like she'd have a good time and stuff like that. So, and then on the when I left the national park, so Big Bend National Park, two thumbs up. Um, I drove from the national park. I took the river road over to Presidio, mm-hmm. and that's Texas Monthly. Multiple publications have said that was the, the the best, most visually stunning drive in the state of Texas, and they're absolutely right. It's amazing. It's an incredible drive. Don't I, do it at night. Do not do it at I, night. Oh no, 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 I would never make do it during the day. Yeah. If, if you know if it's late, if it's late in the day, don't take that road. Well, and because that's the thing is, it is a. I mean, it definitely it follows the Rio Grande, and the Rio Grande is not a straight shot. The uh-huh. Rio Grande is windy, and they they don't say like, oh, we'll stay like a mile off of it so that you you know you can just go straight. It's like, no, we're just gonna go with it. There's they hug it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you're hugging that Rio Grande through canyons and mountains and and hairpin turns and everything else, and it's it's pretty gorgeous. Yeah. I'm not not gonna lie. So. Okay, let's talk food. Yes. Oh, um, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about where you, where you ate on your uh, on your trail. Because you because do I need to, to roll the commercial? It's uh, still uh, the Hidalgo commercial. It's still uploaded. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the. So you started in Dallas, live here in DFW. Yes, and then you drove to Alpine. Correct on Saturday, and then you made your way. You you did a, a kind of a, a basically made your way back. More or correct, less. yeah, the so, long way back. So let's talk. Let's talk food. Let's okay. talk about where you ate. All right, where'd you eat? Um, so uh, <laughs> I'll say this first of all. Uh, uh, I had a Whataburger on the way out oh, in nice. Abilene because mm-hmm. I'm a fan of the green chili double. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They have that over there. And you, you the, the nearest Whataburger to the DFW area that serves the green chili double is in Clyde. So I passed Clyde and went into Abilene, got the green chili double. Cause it's a, it's a rare treat. We, they only sell it around here like for a month out of the year, but yeah. they sell it year round in West Texas. So had to get on that. Uh, Saturday night I had dinner at La Casita in Alpine. Mm. Which that was the first time I'd sat. That's literally the first time I've sat in a restaurant and had dinner. Yeah. In three months. So weird and, feeling. Well, it was good. The chips and salsa were just glorious. Oh. Just eating fresh chips and salsa in a Mexican restaurant. Choice. Yeah. Chef's mm-hmm. kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like these little nacho things, but then I also so I got like an order of those. But somebody said I gotta try the green chili chicken enchilada. So I was like, give me a side of green chili enchilada, <laughs> green chili chicken enchilada. You are living your best life. Yes. Uh, Sunday morning had a breakfast burrito at Alicia's. I got the trash can. Yes, that was the place. <laughs> yes. Step, trash can. The first time we went out there, uh, I texted Step and I was like, Hey, we're going out to Alpine. Uh, where should we eat? And and you said you got to go do breakfast at Alicia's mm-hmm. and. Really, it so, is. So we it, talked it, about this not too long ago. It's yeah. literally a small house. It's a house, and it's a giant burrito with yeah. sausage, bacon, egg, cheese, potato, beans, green chili. You're gonna and make my stomach start growling. It's like again. four. <laughs> it's like four dollars, and it was like oh a, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, perfect. My wife and I got out of there for like like nine bucks. Yeah, I'm like, what is great. going on? Uh, <laughs> of course, only, only thing all those places are cash only, so I had to make sure I had mm-hmm. you know cash is king. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had dinner Sunday night at Spicewood in Alpine, which is kind of a newer place. Ooh. And it was pretty good. I had the brisket um, cheesesteak. Oh, brisket cheesesteak? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it was very good. And their, their smoked chicken wings were great. Um, then I made my way uh, Monday after practice at Alpine. I did get donuts at Baker's Dozen. Okay. P- in Alpine. Poochie, Poochie raved about it. They were good. Mm. They were my favorite donuts. I like donut, <laughs> donuts. Yeah, donut stop was better in, in Amarillo. But, okay. but, but Baker's Dozen is solid. Um, then I had uh, in Fort Stockton, I had lunch with Coach Peters at Fort Stockton. And I had... Tacos OJ. Oh man, You're, so you are—that's uh, that's like what, that's like what, in a that's 
That's the spot in Fort Stockton, I was right say, on I-10. And I was going to say, that's probably one of the top, the, the five restaurants you mentioned the yes. most. It's some of the best tacos I've ever had. So this time, so they ha- I usually get the brisket tacos. And they have they, they added something to the menu. I can't remember what it's called now, but it's basically the brisket is soaked in like a spicy red sauce. Mm. And then put on the taco. Mm. And the taco shell, it's a, it's a hard taco shell, but it's like literally fried like a minute ago. Freshly, you know, still got the oil on it. Man. So... That was great. Um, and then I made my way up to uh, San Angelo, and had um, in San Angelo I ate at Franco's. I didn't I didn't eat at Hidalgo's, uh, <laughs> even though it's a funny Ooh. funny bit. Uh, I, I did not Coach Davis. I didn't get the Acapulco special. I went to Franco's because oh, Franco's. Even though we give Bodecker hell about about Franco's in San Angelo, it's, Franco's is really good. Their their quesadillas are elite. Um, and then uh, Monday I had lunch at Henry's. I got the chicken fried steak. I think I put a picture of the chicken fried you steak did. with the uh, what yellow was gravy. The so- yeah, yeah, it's not queso. Yeah, what was the sauce? That's gravy. Really? Yeah, but it's made with chicken broth instead of flour. Oh, okay, interesting. And that's that's what makes Henry's unique. Is they they make their gravy with chicken broth, and it looks like the first time I ate there, I thought I was like I didn't order I didn't order queso on my chicken fried steak, <laughs> and the lady's like, no, that's Tex-Mex gravy. It's with chicken broth. And I, I, said, I also sounds glorious. It was interesting that they put it underneath it and didn't like drizzle it on top. Like, yeah. Usually, when you get a chicken fried steak, the gravy is like completely on top of it. No, they, yeah. Is there a reason that's, for that? I don't know. I, I don't know. I think because their chicken fried steak, it's it's got a little spice to it. Mm-hmm. The batter does, and I want. I guess they don't want to overwhelm the batter. Mm. I don't know, but mm. look, I, it's good, and I don't. I don't question it. <laughs> I don't question greatness. Uh, then I went to Brownwood. Um, you didn't. You, you didn't. I didn't go Underwoods? to Underwoods this time. No, no. Um, There's enough good stuff in Brownwood that you can. You yeah, can yeah, yeah. So I didn't. I didn't eat at Underwoods. There was a little. Um, I think it's Ricardo's Bakery. It's like a little. I had like um some. I just got like a um street tacos from there so okay solid it's a solid solid trip lots of good food and it's good to see all the coaches and see uh lots of our great state that i haven't had a chance to see so uh do we have any questions in the comments pickle we sure do um do we want to go football talk or whatever (laughs) dealer's choice um okay matt this is from daniel sanchez he said what are your thoughts on spring westfield and duncanville playing in georgetown uh i think duncanville's gonna gonna beat them i think duncanville's gonna handle them um, Westfield's got a good, you know, the quarterback's back. Quarterback's back. They've got, they've got, from what I understand, they're replacing, and I would need to pull up the question. A lot of their skill, his offensive say. skill is gone. Yeah. They, they're like, they got the quarterback, but he's kind of the only skill position guy back. Mm-hmm. Duncanville, Duncanville, to be clear, Duncanville's got some pieces to replace too. Duncanville's got some holes to fill. And I don't, but I don't know if Westfield can expose that, especially in week one. Yeah, yeah. If this, if this game were week eleven, I think it'd be yeah. really interesting. Yeah, but I, I think it'd I, still be interesting. Right now, if you're asking me on June twelfth, I, I I expect Duncanville to win, kind of a twenty-eight to seven yeah. kind of game. Yeah. They're not going to run away from West. Westfield's too good defensively. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Westfield. Can, I, I see like a twenty-eight-seven. I, I thought that I thought the Georgetown was an interesting uh, locale for that. Oh no! Oh no! So I, so originally I think they were talking Sorry. about playing playing at Temple, but um, I think the locker room situation, just the mm-hmm. visitors' locker room situation, is not great. So I think they wanted to pick a stadium with a good good locker room situation for a neutral site game, and it, it really came down to either Waco, Pflugerville, or Georgetown. I think they kind of met in the middle and just said Georgetown. Okay. All right. Um, how good – this is from Eli Francis. How good is Fort Ben Marshall expected to be this year? Well, there – you know, I'll field that one. Marshall's yeah, going to be interesting. <laughs> I think Marshall's going to be interesting because that this is a perfect example of one of those teams that loses a lot of the headliners. But a lot of the, like, 
Like a lot of the, the the bricks in the wall are back though. Yeah. Like a lot of the, the nuts and bolts of the team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The nuts and bolts are back. It's just like you know maybe the the guy like Devon Chan is gone. Like right? the guy, well, Malik Malik is gone. Is yeah. gone. Right. And so in a lot of ways, I think people might be like, oh well, you know they don't have that kind of star power. But you know, in a lot of ways, they've always been kind of more than just those stars. I think the stars just because they're so mm-hmm. dynamic, mm-hmm. it's easy to let them suck up all the oxygen in the room. I think they're going to be... They're a contender in Region yeah. 3. 5A Division 2 Region 3 is pretty wide open, and there's no reason to think Marshall won't once again be right in that mix. Yeah, right. I think they're yeah. I think they're going to be there. I, am I picking them to go to another title game right now? Maybe not. But I think that they are going to be certainly in the mix, and, and a, a, a program, a team certainly be reckoned with at least in Region 3. So, yeah, I, I still like I still like what, what Coach Williams got cooking there. Um, another question coming in from... Where did it go? Uh Sex is Bob. Is Refurio having home games this year? Do we have hmm. no no up- as of right now, inside? no. Um as of now. I know they're trying to work something out, but I haven't seen anything uh, official come out from anyone that says they are. So to update people, um Refurio's uh, it's it's is there a name besides Bobcat Stadium? Jack Sportsman. Jack Sportsman Bobcat Stadium. Yeah. Um it has needed some renovations for a while. Yeah. And they've just kind of been, from what I understand, and you probably have a better pulse on this, but it's been, they've just kind of been, oh, we'll do it next year. Oh, we'll do it next year, you know, stuff like that. And now I think they're seeing a, a, a situation where there may already be limited fans of uh, in, in stands. And they're saying, you know what, why don't we just do it? And why don't we just get Yeah, I think stuff? from what I understand, there's some concrete, because the homes, I think the home section at least is concrete. It's old and it hasn't really been replaced. And I think there's some concrete falling and it's just not in great shape. And I think, ironically, I think this was the off season that they were going to do the renovations. But money is obviously a challenge right now because mm-hmm. of, you know, thanks a lot, COVID. Um, so I think that kind of threw things off. I think they're trying to work through something to maybe at least get one or two games at home this mm-hmm. year. But I, I haven't heard anything official yet. Yeah, it's uh, so that's something we're going to keep our eye on. What's next? <laughs> Great comment from Meese. He said, I'm waiting for the uh, Greg Powers Memorial Stadium to be built. Greg Powers Memorial Stadium. That's the Greg Powers Memorial Power. <laughs> yes. Right Even though until, he's still with us. Until, yes. until somebody wants to sponsor it, and then we will, yeah. we will absolutely <laughs> yes. just rub, just, you know, rub, the, rub yeah, the name hold, off yeah. that. You want to sponsor it? Go right yeah, ahead. Go Power it. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Will changing districts help Brazos Wood uh, win more than one or two games? Probably, um, probably not. <laughs> I mean, we're keeping it real. Yeah. What a what a jerk! You gotta you be are. honest. I mean, Let me look, pull up their districts. It's there's uh, yeah, I, just, I don't see it. Uh, so let's see. They are now. Why, why did that happen? Go. Okay, so they are now in the district with Dickinson, Clear Springs, Clear Falls, Clear Creek, Clear Lake, Clear Brook. Um, is Alvin in there? And Alvin moved up. Alvin moved. No. So they are. That's, they that are the one. <laughs> they are the only one that like basically Alvin got moved into Pearland, right? They're in yeah, the Pearland. Pearland. Yeah. Um, they are Shadow, Shadow Creek. Creek. Yeah, because well. they're in the same district. Yeah. And so and so yeah. So um, look, they're gonna be underdogs against everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Their best district game chances will probably be. Clearbrook, Clearbrook, probably. Clearbrook? I'd say Clearbrook is the Maybe one. Maybe Clear Lake if they, you know, if they if they don't figure out their offensive skill position spots or something like that. Yeah. But like, they know. got they got a tough road to hoe. Yeah, it's, it's just, a tough road to hoe. It's yeah. sorry, <laughs> it's tough. And They're, you know, it is what it you is. Know. Yeah, but uh, but you know, that, I will say they were they were pretty young last year. Pretty young last year. Played a lot of sophomores last year. So if they blossom, maybe. But yeah. right now, that, that would still qualify so, as an upset. I, I did that district in the magazine. And for what I, what I recall, they were pretty young last year. But so was pretty much everyone else in the yeah. district. Yeah. 
other than Dickinson. Dickinson was pretty senior heavy. Yeah, but all the Clear Creek ISD schools were all fairly junior junior heavy last I'm year. I'm looking at this right now, and a lot of the coaches the coaches are pretty clear, pretty high on Clear Springs. They think that this could be a year that they yeah. kind of make a, make yeah. a leap. Watch out for Clear Creek in that district. Clear Creek, I think, is, is poised to make a jump. You heard it here first. Clear Creek. Yeah. On Texas football today. Yeah. <laughs> we got a couple more? Yeah. Uh, Chase Burnett wants to know, is 4A D2 Region 3 mm-hmm. the toughest region in 4A? What do you think the toughest region in 4A is? 4A D2 Region 3. Uh, there is definitely an argument for that. Yeah. Uh, that is, that, that's brutal. There's some team named Carthage in there. You've, I mean, it was, it was already deep and I think getting deeper when you had West Orange Shark Silsby, mm-hmm. you are you are going to add Sealy, who mm-hmm. I think is a, a team that you got to keep dropping down on. from Division One. Exactly. Um, you know, you're moving uh, Waco Connolly over to it, right? Um, you, you know, Belleville I think is there. Belleville, it, I like Belleville a mm-hmm. lot. Keep an eye on Belleville this year. That's another one. Um, but then there's Carthage, and it's like, yeah. okay, uh, yeah. I mean, think about the fact that you could have a Carthage West Orange Shark regional final. Regional pretty final. sweet. That's like you're talking, is. that's a that's a championship level. Yeah, absolutely. Game that you would see in the fourth round. Yeah, that's crazy. And depending on how the bracket breaks, they could, yeah. they could see each other earlier than earlier that. Than they, that yeah. they, they could see each other in 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 the you know what? Technically, no, they couldn't see them in by district. They could see them in the area round. Yeah, depending because if Silsby knocks off West Orange Stark, which they have done, yeah. West Orange Stark's playing Carthage in round two. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, all right, what's next? Um, up next, Aaron Flynn wants to know: Will Judson have a better chance of making it past the region, regional, the regional finals now that they drop to D two? We, we talked, talked about that, that on Tep and Step. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you should listen to Tep and Step. Uh, we do. Um, plain and simple, yeah, um, they will because if if anything, I think there's the mental. There's block. a mental block there with Lake Travis mm-hmm. for sure, and maybe that yeah. mental block isn't even though Westlake is. As good, if not better, than Lake Travis. Mm-hmm. They've shown that, obviously, in the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Um, maybe it's just Lake Travis has Judson's number. Yeah. And maybe just not seeing Lake Travis on the, across the field will be a little bit of a breath of fresh air for Judson. Oh, and it's going to be it's going to be interesting because um, Judson Judson has been on both ends of the uh, of the of the transfer thing as well. They have, you yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. And they got Jordan Battles, and they lost some kids. Yeah. And, you know, there's some rumblings that others are going to be at Judson, so it's it's a wild situation. Yeah, but yeah. but I will say, I think yeah, I think d- dropping to Division Two um, is a decidedly better situation for Judson than it would be in D1, where you're going to run to Lake Travis, and it's like okay, we've seen this movie before. Yeah, we, we play know. well early in and then Lake right. Travis. You know, right. The big thing I think in that region is with anyone from San Antonio, just you know, right now Austin is you know. Lake Travis and Westlake have had San Antonio's number. Yep. And until someone from San Antonio proves it, it's hard to go against exactly. those guys right now. Exactly. Which is what it is. Yeah. What's next, Ashley? Um, Aaron Arbuckle said, what two programs, no rematches, would you like to see play for state? No, no rematches, rematches from last so from last year. Yes. So no title game rematch. No well, title. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Capel and Capel yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, Loretta United. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Um, I mean, I think there's an easy there's an easy choice, which is PG and Carthage. Yes. Yeah. Now I do think I like Pleasant Grove a lot, and I love that defensive line, and I would love to see that defensive line against the Carthage offensive line. Like that's that's delicious. But I also wonder, like, I don't know what PG's going to look like. 
because they're losing Bruce Garrett. They're, they're losing PG's defensive line will be one of the best, but that offense they they have a lot of questions. They're they losing they're losing a lot of three year starters. Harmon, yep. they're losing a ton yeah. of guys, and so so that's an easy one. Uh, one that I mentioned yesterday is there is a I would say a decent possibility that the six A D two title game could be something like Denton Geyer and Katie. Yeah, that'd be cool. I would be into that. Yeah, yeah. I would I be got very one. into that. Yeah. How about Shiner versus Post? Two AD one. Talk about two teams that would bring a crowd. My yeah. goodness. Yeah. Shiner. How about Shiner versus Post? That's uh, that's hot. I'm I'm into yeah. that. Um, and then yeah, you know, I'll throw I'll throw one other out there. Okay, I'll throw one other, and it's I'm just I'm I'm putting it in putting in the wind. Uh, see what comes back. I think I think right now Mart is a favorite to win two A Division two. Right? Yeah. You can go out on a real limb there. Yeah, I know. Tough, right? <laughs> Reel mm-hmm. it in. <laughs> I'd love to see what Winthors could do with them. I'd, I, I, just to see somebody else try it, I, yeah. I, I yeah. think I think I like what they've got. I think that they are a breakout candidate. And I don't know. I don't know. I think they got pieces that could give them a little bit of trouble. How about Gladewater versus Rockdale in 381? Just kind of a, yeah. let's go out, you know. Just a weirdo. Yeah, Gladewater, East Gladewater yeah. Rockdale. I'm into that. Yeah. yeah, that's good. All right, what's next? Uh, we've got, you want to go two more here? Two more. Okay. Two more. So these are definitely questions for you two. Uh, me said, this is kind of a two-parter, Father's Day gift suggestions and then what is the best and worst Father's Day gifts that you've received? And I guess you've only technically been through one Father's Day. Yeah, no. we now Step now now has been now, now my yeah. wife was nice enough to get me something whenever she was pregnant. So it's like, oh, okay, was like the, you well, know what so I mean? Two, it's cute, I guess, whatever. yeah, it's fine. Um, so I've, I'm I'm bad at I'm, I, I don't have as much experience as Step, who is a, 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 a veteran fa- a father Season veteran, season vet. <laughs> yeah. Thank God, um, over that. Here's what here's what I so I will say this, and and I think that. This is one of those combo birth because my birthday is in June as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like you, a, you you allow the combo. I'm for my for my in laws who let me. Oh, marry okay, their daughter. your in laws. Yes, okay, do. To, do you allow the combo from your wife? Because my wife ain't having it. She if I try to combo something with her, she's not having it. You know what? My, I mean, my dad's birthday was the other day, yeah. and Father's Day is like a week later. So uh, yeah, turn, turnabouts. I don't, my, I don't have anything close enough to be a combo. Yeah, my my wife, her Ariana. I'm the idiot who got married on February 13th. Oh, you oh, dumb dumb. No. Yeah, so oh, I have no. to get two separate presents. One oh, yeah. Valentine's Day, one anniversary. No, you, my yeah. mom's, yeah. yeah, she's three days off from her birthday. My wife's Valentine's birthday's Day. in February, too. Yeah. Yep. And she loves Valentine's Day, so it's a it's the gift gauntlet right there. Yeah. And our dating anniversary used to be in February as well. Jeez, so it was like, what's a, uh, anyway. What's a dating anniversary? Yeah, I know. Well, this is, you know. Next, next show, next point. show. <laughs> anyway, the point is that we were, uh, that, that as far as my in-laws, did get me, and I think it's the combo. I, I presume it's a combo gift. They got me a hammock. Ooh. I'm, I'm going to set up this weekend and lay out in the backyard and stuff Hammocks like that. Hammocks are awesome. I am fired up. You know what okay. would be great for a hammock? A Hawaiian shirt. Oh, yeah. would be perfect. Um, my best Father's Day present is uh, probably um, my wife. My wife. My wife. Um, <laughs> got me and a, my best friend. Um, we got, she bought two plane tickets to fly to Baltimore. I'd never been to Camden Yards before. Whoa! And she bought two plane tickets to Baltimore, two tickets to an Orioles game to go. And then uh, my father-in-law covered the hotel stay with his points. And then she got a rental car set up. And then so we went to an Orioles game on Saturday night. I remember that we flew up Friday Friday after work. We flew out Friday. went to the Flew into Baltimore. Went to the Orioles game Saturday night. And then Sunday... 
we had tickets to the Steelers Chargers game. What? We went to a Sunday night NFL because from Baltimore to Pittsburgh is like a four, yeah. four yeah. hours. Yeah, four, I think three and a half, four hour drive. And we went to Sunday night, went to Steelers Chargers at uh, Heinz Field, that and then awesome. drove back and flew back on Monday. All right. I was thinking, say, was, I feel amazing. like a bad daughter was, yeah, now. <laughs> that's an awesome. That was that Father's Day trip was. That's an elite Father's yeah, Day. I'd, I'd always said I wanted to go to Camden Yards, and I'd never been, and so I got to go. to Yeah, because normally, Yards. you know, normally under normal circumstances, I would say, hey, you know, you know, I just love to go to the ball game. You know what I mean? Either you know, with you, or maybe on a date, not date or something like that, or like if you just you know, me and a buddy will go. That's you know, that's what I would want to do. Obviously, it's not happening right now, but it's like that's that's all. I'm not. Yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty low maintenance. I think. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So that is very cool. Yeah. yeah. So what'd you get, LP? Oh, I can't give it away yet. Okay. Duh. He's watching right now. Hey, LP. Um, and then so, finally, so we're going to stick with the Father's Day kind of trend here. Um, That's not this week, is it? It's No, it's a week from Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. I was going to say. You got me, that, yeah. you got me scared. I was here. like, I don't even know when it is. It's the 21st. It's, 21st, it's late this yeah. year. Yeah. It's late this year. Um, usually it would be this Sunday. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's pushed back a little bit. Um, Aaron Flynn said, what is the best tip on raising a kid? Mm. Well, I suck <laughs> at it. Um, okay, can I? Can I? I have three daughters. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Best tip on raising a kid: uh, marry someone smart and who knows what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the, best. Uh-huh. the best one is like make sure your spouse is, is smart. Like be smart about who you procreate with. Yeah. <laughs> like that's <laughs> you know what I mean. That's that's the quote of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Be smart about who, who you, you procreate, procreate with. with. Yeah. That's 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 my number one uh, take. Patience for me. Yeah. Man, you got to be patient. Kids yeah, are, and you've got daughters too, which makes it God, yeah. worse. Yeah. 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 I love my daughters. Girls but are just the yeah. worst. I would say, and, and admittedly, I have young kid. You have you have teenage kid. Um, I would say that the number one thing is that you've got to give yourself grace, like as a parent, yeah. because you're going to screw up and there is a very, there is a list of things that you can do that will really screw up a kid. Okay. Yeah. There is, but most things are not on that list. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like if the kid, you know, it, you're going to be hard. You, don't be hard on yourself. Yes. You know, if it's something minor, you're going to mess up. But if it's not something minor, if it's something minor, it's not that big of a deal. Like, yeah. you know, you'll learn, you'll learn, especially as you're, as you're, if you have more than one kid, <sighs> I will, you'll learn so much. I will tell you the number one. T- here it is. I just thought of it. Remember that nobody knows what they're doing. Okay. They really don't. That's nobody true. knows. We're all guessing. For the first and kid, we're all guessing. You're all guessing. And you can read all the books you want. You can do all the stuff. But it's, you know what it is? Let's draw, let's bring it back to football. Write this. Okay. Like this. You go in there, you have a perfect game plan. You have studied all the film. You've done everything. You are so prepared for this. And then the first snap, you get hit in the mouth. Yeah. And it goes out the window. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, that's the biggest thing is you've just got to remember. It's okay to be flexible. Like if you if you thought you knew how it was going to go, I promise you it's not. There are things that you don't know. And that's okay. Yep. Like yeah. we have like every no parents know what they're doing, and that includes the parents of all of us, and we all turned out pretty good. Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? I was thinking, I think the biggest thing that my parents did that I've always thought like, okay, one day like that's not is forcing me to take responsibility for things. Like if I messed up, yeah. it was like you fix it. We're not coddling you. Yeah. You you have to look at what you did, and you have to fix it. So figure it out, kid. And it was great, kind of getting the boot like that. Like I don't well, know. You messed up. You well, fix it. One thing. One thing. And, and Hank's only eighteen months. He's a year and a half. But like he, 
the my my wife is really really good about making sure he says please and thank you and sorry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like those are the words that he says the most, and it's like good. That's that's good. It's a good you start. Yeah. And and also he laughs at farts, which is well, a parenting one. Yes, I did. <laughs> I did it. All right, that's good to do for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Step, thanks for coming to the Power Zone. Thank you. What do you thanks. think? What do you think of the Power Zone? Uh, it's it's as glorious as Powers told me about. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's good to do for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com for Matt Stepp and Ashley Pickle. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy next week. The 4A, 5A, and 6A top 10s here on Texas Football Today.